can Desmond Ritter play a clean game? And are the Falcons already in week one entering a must-win scenario? You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everyone, to another illustrious episode of the Locked on Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of Locked on Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. So, Guys, if you don't know me, I'm your very humble host, Aaron Freeman. Covered the Falcons for many years, formerly at Falcons.com RIP. You may also know me as Sirius Black. You may also know me as Mr. Drew. My friends call me Negative Nancy, but you can call me Mr. Drew, but you can come one of my friends by becoming an everydayer of this podcast. And all you got to do is make us your first listen each and every day. And then just subscribe, follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you will get the latest episode as soon as it is is available so if you are watching us on youtube right you notice my guest on today's episode that is none other than jarvis davis our regular guest here to wrap up the week where we talk about the keys to victory you know jarvis he is uh part of locked on sports atlanta there's a slight transition going on so i don't know exactly what your title is now locked on sports atlanta dude yeah you yeah. can just call me a dude i'm a dude yeah, for so, now like. so we'll, we'll give Jones, uh, a chance to <laughs> plug sort of the the changes and sort of a, a new format coming for locked on sports atlanta uh in the coming days uh, as well. So uh, that will be something that Jarvis will plug a little bit later in the show, but we're talking about the Atlanta Falcons. Jarvis and I will be joined by a third person on our postcast on Sunday. That's one of those changes, none other than Tanitra Batiste. Uh, and we will break down the our reactions to this week one action between the Falcons and Panthers. But Jarvis, as I always do, as I did throughout last year, you know, what is sort of the key to victory for the Falcons to come away with a victory so that when we're on that postcast Sunday afternoon, we're talking about a Falcons win? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is that, hey, don't turn the football over, right? Desmond Renner has to play clean. And when I mean he doesn't have to play perfect, but when, he, when I mean when I say clean, the guy has to make sure he doesn't turn the um, football over. And, and to be honest with you, I kind of want him to take some shots because, you know, a lot of times people include that in there. Like, oh, make sure you don't try to force the football. No, I, I think that, you know, you have enough of a rapport with a guy like Drake London. Hey, you can throw him the ball, you know, a 50-50 ball because you know that you got that, that certain, certain type, a certain level of comfortability with him. Um, and from a connection standpoint, I think you can take some chances with him. And also, I feel like Arthur Smith needs to come with a good game plan, right? You know, being able to be creative and, and throwing different formations at Carolina's defense because you have, they have a new defensive coordinator. They're making a, a transition uh, uh, as far as from a, uh, their base defense. So, you know, Averro coming from the Denver, uh, Denver Broncos, he's going to bring a little bit of a, a different – 
type of uh, uh, swag to the, to, to the defensive coordinator from a play calling standpoint. So there are there be some, some guys like Derrick Brown maybe moving around. Instead of lining up over the, the nose, he might be in that one or a three technique. So those are some of the things that I think that uh, Arthur Smith is going to pay attention to when he's coming up with his game plan. But I think overall the main thing is is to make sure Desmond Ritter plays clean. Yeah, I think that's a great point there, Jarvis. Uh, you, you mentioned Ajiro Evero, the the new Panthers defensive coordinator. He comes from that, you know, Brandon Staley, Vic Fangio coaching tree on defense. Had a lot of success in Denver last year uh, in his first year as a DC, and sort of the brand of defense at that scheme that Fangio style defense is. We don't want to give up the big play, but there will right. be opportunities in this game to generate some of those big plays. It may not just simply be, hey, you know, run down the field and we'll throw it four yards down the field, right? Those are the types of plays that this defensive scheme is going to try to take away, but there should be opportunities over the middle of the field, right? Those intermediate mm-hmm. throws that you can hit Kyle Pitts and, and Drake London and Mac Hollins and all those guys in stride, and then you can make plays after the catch. And so you want to see the Falcons be able to take advantage of those opportunities if and when they come. But I imagine, as you say, a clean game for Desmond Ritter, it is because you believe that the Falcons, you know, game plan, their identity is predicated on running the football. So uh, I imagine, you know, are you concerned about the Falcons being able to run the ball against this Panthers front with a player like Derek Brown, adding Shy Tuttle, who Ryan Nielsen's very familiar with from his days in New Orleans, as well as some of the other playmakers they have in the front seven? To be honest with you, I, I'm always going to be concerned about it because when you think about what, you know, Drew Dahlman, he's still, this is only his second year as a starter, right? We thought he had some, he had some days last year. Like he had some games last year and Mr. Brown, you know, was, was, the, was on the other end of those bad days that we saw from Drew Dahlman uh, in that middle. So I think that, and then add on to that, you got a, a first year starter in Matthew Bergeron. So those, yeah. The concern is definitely there because those guys, to be honest with you, they match up really well against the Falcons' offensive line, given what those names that I just mentioned, you know, right there in the middle of that, of that offensive line. So I think that, you know, that's going to be the thing, right? If you are able to at least get some bodies on a guy like Derrick Brown, notice I said more than one, you know, that's plural, you know, don't try to single block him unless he's, for some strange reason, he lines up on Chris Lindstrom's side. I'm okay with that matchup. I'm cool right there, but I think overall, they just have to make sure they pick and choose their spots, right? I would even throw the ball on first down from time to time because so you can throw them off because I think in Arthur Smith's offense, it's all about keeping the defense off balance because you can kind of, quote-unquote, use the positionalist football. Like, you kind of really don't know where some guys are going to line up when they're in that huddle or coming out of the huddle. So I think that they're going to have to use that to their advantage, you know, if they want to continue to be successful in the run game. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So uh, we'll continue this conversation uh, talking with Jarvis Davis of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Uh, we'll talk a, a little bit more about, you know, there's some pressure on the Falcons this year to deliver in this all-important year three. And so my question to Jarvis as we continue today's Locked On Falcons is, is this a must-win game for the Falcons so early in the season in week one? We'll break that down as we continue today's Locked On Falcons. So as you guys know, I've been a proud member of the Bald Brotherhood for many years, uh, and maybe you're checking us out and you're not quite ready 
to join that illustrious group. And that's where Nutrafol can help. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth at visible thickness and scalp coverage. Nutrafol supplements use natural ingredients that are backed by science to provide consistent, reliable results. You can take your first step to visibly thicker hair uh, and see why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol by going to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair wellness quiz and identify the causes of your thinning hair and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness. Just go to Nutrafol.com slash men. And when you do use the promo code locked on NFL and you'll get $10 off your first month's subscription and get free shipping. That's Nutrafol spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash M-E-N and enter that promo code locked on NFL. So, guys, I want to thank you once again for making this illustrious Locked On Falcons podcast your first listen each and every day. And for your second listen, why not check out the Locked On Ultimate NFL Season Preview? It is wrapping up this week to get you guys geared up for this upcoming 2023 NFL season, getting plenty of debate and analysis and insight from all 32 of the Locked On NFL hosts. It's a can't-miss series before the season kicks off. Catch every episode of Locked On NFL on Locked On NFL on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. So Jarvis, as I teased earlier, you know, there's a lot of pressure for this regime to deliver now that they're entering year three. You know, they no longer have to worry about this cap situation. They're no longer, quote unquote, hamstrung by having to try to win with, you know, players that they didn't necessarily bring into the building, all that stuff. So I guess the question is, is this a must-win game for the Falcons, especially given the goal is to win the division, you know, make the playoffs? You kind of got to get these, you know, games like this. It's You're at home. You get Bryce Young, rookie quarterback. I think the stat is number one overall picks are, like, winless in the last 20 years in their opening start. I saw another stat where you have to go all the way back to Jeff George, where a quarterback with that was a number one overall pick didn't turn the ball over in his first NFL start or in in week one at least um so it it all seems to be lining up for the Falcons do they have to deliver is this a must win yes but not to the point of okay if you don't win this game you're fired no not talking about that but must win from all the reasons you just laid out and then look at just looking at the schedule when you think about you know you only have really two you only have two um divisional games before your bye week which is in week 11 so when you're talking about making sure you have that confidence that you have to win the division, because I believe that's the only way that they're going to get to the playoffs is through the division. Um, you, this is definitely a must-win game because I, you think about the, you know, going to your third year and like you kind of got a pass with the whole, hey, we weren't able to spend money, but you know there is the draft. Like you can draft well and build that way if you do that, you know. But you know, hey, that's what we're going with, right? They weren't able to spend money. They had to kind of take the lumps and all that stuff and get all these one-year players and just try to figure it out, right, in their first year. And they were able to win 14 games um, out of uh, out of 34, um, you know. Um, so that's kind of where they are right now. So now you're, you're sitting in a space where you got, you, you're able to spend some money, you're able to bring upgrade the talent, you're able to upgrade the roster, you basically rebuilt the defense around Grady Jarrett, who is a guy that's worth doing that for. And, and when you think about, you know, offensively, you went super young. 
young and cheap on offense. So there really isn't any excuse to lose this game when you think about it because Lord knows, like like you, like you mentioned, you laid it out, man, rookie quarterbacks, man, that first starter starting game, like those guys don't come out and throw for three touchdowns and 400 yards and all that. I know Cam Newton ripped it up in his rookie year, but this isn't Cam Newton. This is Bryce Young. This is a guy that was the number one overall pick and has a lot of question marks about his size and durability and being able to, you know, um, throw from different angles and all that stuff. Like, with all those things stacked up against the Carolina Panthers, yes, absolutely. This is a must-win game, and the Falcons need to get this dub, especially at home. Yeah. Um, I generally agree. Even though I said earlier this week on this podcast that there's a scenario where I could see the Falcons – starting as poorly as like zero and four and still making the playoffs this year Ooh, yeah but okay it's kind of one of those things where it's like they they, they kind of need to win right they you know yeah it's, it's like, absolutely you know like i i can i can already i can already see it now jarvis right like, okay you know, there we go yeah. let's imagine a scenario me. where the falcons yes. lose the game and everybody's going go oh my god the sky is falling <laughs> and i'm on you know the podcast you know we, we've done our postcast we've talked about it for 15 minutes uh complaining about this or complaining about that then i do my course, full yeah. show and <laughs> yes. like i'm like okay yep they they stunk or whatever whatever happened they, they didn't pull it off season's not over everybody relax all that sort of stuff but at the same time it is like like it, it's all laid out for you right it's all yeah. laid out for you to go out there and win these types of games like i you know, I've been talking with some Falcon fans these last couple of days, and they seem to be of the opinion that like the Falcons are just going to roll in this game. And I'm just like, I don't no. see that. Mm-mm. I don't see that. Like these are two like evenly Mm-mm. matched teams, and it's like the only yeah. reason I'm, if I'm being honest, like I'm picking the Falcons because it's at home. And like right. yeah, if this was in Carolina, yeah. I'd be picking Carolina to win this game. But yeah. at the same time, like because it's at home, like as I said, like everything is set up for you to find some way to win. You, you don't have to go out there and, and beat the brakes off of Carolina. It's a divisional game, all that stuff and more. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you have to squeak by on a last-second field goal from Young Way Koo, do whatever you got to do to win the game, right? But it is one of those things where it does feel like you got to come – you got to figure out some way to win this type of game because it's not – the rest of the season, even though I still think the Falcons can start slow and still figure it out by the end of the year because – all I've been saying all summer long is it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But, like, it is one of those things where it, it does really set up well for the Falcons to succeed and take care of business and, and do the thing that you've been preaching, you know, practice what you preach, all that stuff. So, I, again, I won't sit here and say it's a must win in the sense, like, we always talk about those things. Like, if you don't win the game, the season's over, that type of stuff. But right, it is yeah. one of those things where it's like, if you can't win this game, then what are we doing here, you know? <laughs> And to be honest with you, you know, the NFL is, is is set up to to talk about these games from a week-to-week basis, right? And from a week-to-week basis, week one, the way things are lining up, and you and the Falcons were pretty solid offensively at home last year anyway. You know, they averaged about 25 points a game. I was like, if you add three points to that, you're cooking with something. If you can get four, average four touchdowns at the crib, yeah, you're doing really well for yourself. And I think that, you know, Normally, you know, we've we've seen the Falcons go out and drop bombs, uh, not in a good way, like stink bombs in, in, in the season openers. But I I really feel like this is just too perfect for them, and it, and it's almost pushing to me to pushing me to the point to where I'm starting to feel like 
more than likely they might drop a stink bomb because you know you got the quarterback maybe put what seventeen plays in the in the in the preseason and it's just like he ended it on the pick, you know, just like all right, but you know, just but from a football standpoint, all jokes aside, like yeah, like they should win this game. Like at the end of the day, they should win this game. Now, mm-hmm. mud stomping, no, they're not that good. Um, but I do think that given how things have um, gone for them at home from a scoring standpoint, offense be able to put up points. The defense should be better, like clear. <laughs> it should be much better than they were last year. Yeah, like yeah, this this thing is aligning in their favor, and and it should go should go that way, and we should be okay with saying that, right? Because you know, hey man, y'all told us they had a three year plan. Arthur Blank spilled the beans saying, hey. They told me about their three-year plan, and it's starting to come to fruition. Oh, it was they were saying they had three years. All right, cool. So yeah, year three. Yeah, yeah. We need to see some um some ROI. We need to see return on investment, right? Like like immediately. And I want to see it in the first game. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you there. It's I don't know. It's it, maybe it's just being a Falcon fan for as long as I have. Oh, and of course, like, man. PTSD for sure. I, yeah, that's where that's what we are, man. Like, why? come on. What, what? Confidence going into a week one game? What? What is? What is what that? Is that? <laughs> I've never, I've never felt this before. You know, like what do you mean not having trepidation. What do you mean? Like they they won in twenty seventeen. They lost in twenty sixteen. They won in twenty fifteen. So it's like they're like two and six in their last. You know, however many openers. Like, yeah, that's not great. You know, yeah. so like that's part of me was like, you know, is is it a, is it a are we turning a new leaf Falcon football where it's like I can actually ooh, go into a ooh. season? Aaron, don't do that, please, please don't don't do that. Okay. Like, don't do that because you know that's just like given, like you said, given our experiences in covering and and, and really liking this team and following the team, being a fan of the team, we can't do that, man. Like, like we can't do that. We can have talk about this game in a sensible way okay. and have confidence, but we can't go there. Just like you you slowed me down on Terry Fontenot being an, an accurate talent evaluator. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta, sto- I gotta slow you. I gotta stop you right there, Aaron. Like, don't go that far. Like, okay. okay. I'm confident, but don't go that far. Okay. All right. Yeah. So It's too early. It's too early. This It is too early. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that one, Jarvis. So, you know, is it... I mean, we'll see. We'll see on Sunday, but like, you know, I know Jarvis, you weren't necessarily in love with the Jesse Bates signing. You weren't necessarily initially in love with the Bijan pick, but then you no. saw him, you know, save some kittens out of a tree and then you were like, well, yeah. this guy start walking on water and all yeah. that stuff. You're like, hey, you know, man, so it might be legit. I, I'm yeah. wondering, you know, we're talking about trepidation with the Falcons. I'm wondering how much trepidation do you have going into this week one game where you might have to eat some crow on some of those previous takes on. B. John Robinson and Jesse Bates. So we'll, we'll break that down as we wrap up today's Locked on Falcons. That's a tease. Prize Picks, guys, is back, and it's a fun, quick way to play daily fantasy. It is simple, and all you got to do is pick two or more players, and you pick more or less than their projected, projected stats. It's quick. It's easy. It takes less than a minute. I love doing it right before the Thursday night game. I'm, like, sitting there. Oh, the game's about to start. Let me jump on my phone. Hit up prize picks, put in my injury, and you get your money quick, and you can earn up to 25 times your money. That's, you know, how can you say no to that? And this week I already put in my picks. I'm not waiting to the last second, right? I already put in more across the board. Young Way Koo 
uh, more than 1.5 field goals made. Bijan Robinson, more than 21.5 rushing yards on his first five carries. And I also have Bryce Young, more than 29.5 pass attempts, right? If the Falcons are going to take care of business, they're going to have to force the Panthers to throw the football. So, of course, Bryce Young's going to have to go out there and try to sling it in this game. And all of these make it so that Prize Picks is number one in daily fantasy uh, in terms of their sports app. Just go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use that promo code locked on NFL, all lowercase. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. So, guys, before we wrap up today's Locked On Falcons, I want to give you a heads up about the new service I've been teasing all week long, but have been procrastinating on, on giving you the official plug. Uh, we are launching a subtext here for Locked On Falcons, and it's just another way that you guys can interact with me. Think of it like you can text me, you get those one-on-one -on -one conversations. You know, I can give you my reactions to news, injuries, uh, anything like that. You won't have to wait a couple of hours till the podcast drop to get my reaction to things. You know, you'll get some pre-game insights, some post-game insights, in-game insights, all that stuff and more. It'll be another great way for you guys to ask questions for future mailbags. I'm still trying to figure out a way how we can kind of incorporate like some film breakdowns into it, but that's potentially on the horizon. Maybe some exclusives that you maybe will get as far as that. It is a paid service, $4.99 a month, but the first 14 days are free, so you can try it out, see if you like it these first few weeks and cancel with no obligation. Uh, something new to look forward to, and I'll put the link in the description below where you can click to join if you're interested. But Jarvis, my friend, Let's talk about Jesse Bates and B. John Robinson, right? You know, hey. what, what are your thoughts of, of those two specifically? Because I know, <laughs> you know, Jesse Bates was like, you know, Calais Campbell's the biggest name of the Falcons free agent hall, but Jesse Bates was kind of the signature move that's like, okay, this is going to be bad. Got the bag. Yeah, he's going to tie this mm -hmm. whole defense together. Like, you know, Indeed. we know Calais Campbell, you know, potentially a Hall of Fame type of player, but like his best years are behind him jesse and bates he, is in the prime of his career you know considered one of the best safeties in the nfl and hopefully you know can continue to to make that title and of course Bijan robinson is, is Bijan freaking robinson so well, yeah. um, what you know these it? are kind of the two signature offseason moves and jarvis you know you weren't you weren't at least initially thrilled with those so i'm, I'm we're you know a couple of days away from the season opener i'm, I'm, I'm curious where are you at with those guys and and how worried are you that you might have to eat some crow on, on that Sunday postcast? I'm not worried at all. Actually, I want to eat crow. Um, I want to put some Tony season on that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Give me some flour, get some buttermilk and doggone, drop it in that bad boy and, and fry it up for about a five, six minutes and on 350, man. And I'll be ready to rock. Give me some hot sauce and we go, man. I'm ready to I'm ready to eat some crow. I want to eat some crow. Cause here's the thing. Like, I like really good football players. As many good football players as you can get on this squad, the better. But from a from the a, a, a PTSD standpoint, from a Falcons coverer, fan, all that good stuff. Like I'm tired of not seeing the quarterback go on get on the ground. So I want to, hey, use that sixteen million dollars to go out and go get Javon Hargraves. Maybe you can Make a legitimate run at him, but you know, hey, he a little bit more higher than that. You know, he give it a little bit more expensive. So, I, I think that you know that's why I was initially kind of taken aback by it because I'm just like, 
all right, are we doing this whole building the, the defense or building the team from the outside in again? That's what we're doing. Like, how, are we are we not investing in our, our, our line of scrimmage like we should be from a draft standpoint and in free agency? So that was that was the one of the reasons why I didn't like specifically didn't like the whole Jesse Bates piece. And again with Bijan Robinson, you know Jalen Carter out there. And then you know I'm seeing Jalen Carter only playing two plays because they've seen enough. They understand what he is. Now I'm seeing Jalen Carter is going to be a starter more than likely for on the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line, who's one of the best defensive lines in the league at rushing the passer. So that just tells me something, right? Like, so, you know, like I'm not, and my, my thoughts and feels aren't knocking those players, right? Because we know they're really good players. Jesse Bates has been an all pro, uh, um, B. John Robinson will turn water into wine on Sundays at 1 o'clock each and every Sunday. So make sure you be there to go see it. Get your ticket. It's going to be there. It's going to happen. I'm going to have my wine glass ready to drink on Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. But, like, I, so I would never, ever doubt a player's capabilities and talent. But I'm just saying from a logistical standpoint and looking at this roster building standpoint, I'm just like, all right, let's start from the inside and work our way out. But, yeah, to answer your question, I am ready to eat crow because I want Jesse Bates to be that all-pro that he was a couple years ago, a few years ago. I want him to be that guy to lead this defense to a Super Bowl, you know, because that's what he did in Cincinnati. Calais Campbell even said it himself. He was like, hey, that was the guy that stood out when we played against them. Like, I want to hear a, a potential Hall of Famer talking about Jesse Bates in that light, in that ilk. You know what I'm saying? I want him to be in those conversations. So, yeah, man, I'm ready to eat some crow, dude. Like, I ain't got no problem with that at all. All right. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll send you a bottle of the Bichon mustard so you can uh, <laughs> uh, slather it on that uh, deep fried crow. Uh, Mr. Wheat Bread, I'm, I'm watching my diet. Like, no white bread. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I need wheat bread, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. come on. Yeah, I'm trying, to, trying to keep my life together. I got you. Got to get your fiber in. You know, yes, you. man. I need all that, man. Yeah, so, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. That's where we'll leave it. Jarvis, my friend, go ahead. Plug Locked On Sports Atlanta, what people have in store for them on that channel as we get geared up for not only the NFL season, but the college football season, Braves, you know, MLB season, all that and more. Uh, talk about that. Absolutely, man. It's going to be a Locked On Sports Atlanta party. It's going down. Um, we're going to be talking about Falcons specifically. It's going to be a panel of people. Like, I can't reveal the names right now because we're still working out the things, working out the details. So, yeah, make sure you guys stay tuned to Locked On Sports Atlanta. We're going to be updating you on, on Twitter, at Locked On Sports Atlanta. I mean, Locked On ATL on Twitter. And make sure you check out our YouTube channel where it's that's where it's gonna be. That's what all all the action is gonna be. Come on and join the party right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. And we promise you we're gonna take care of you and you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, yeah. You guys might even see me make a couple more appearances every now and then. So uh -oh. you know that's more debauchery with Aaron Freeman? Yes, I love it. You know, I'm, yes. I'm so humble, Jarvis. I'm, I'm so humble. I just, no, you're not. That's why you're so great. <laughs> you're not humble. That's what made people great. The people who aren't humble and really good at it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, come don't, on. Don't, don't let people know. I'm a secret. Tell us, tell us. As a matter of fact, in the comments, tell 
Aaron, how great he is, guys. Come on. Let's give this man the, 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 the notoriety that he deserves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here to lift my brother up. Like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't competing against each other. We out here trying to get it, man. You know? That man is a, that's a talented brother right there. You know that you're listening to and you're watching on YouTube. Come on. Stop playing around. Tell him how you feel. I appreciate that, Jarvis, but you know, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm so, I'm I might so. run up on you if you talk talking about my boy. You know, I got I got some for you, dog. I got I got, I got some for you. You want to run up on my dog? They got, they got Anthony Rush out the paint, so you know, continue to make this illustrious podcast. I'm telling yeah. you, man, he got about the he got him cut. Like that man made the phone call, dog. Ever since that man ran up on Aaron on Twitter, you ain't seen Anthony Rush ever since, dog. Like the man couldn't stop the run no more. You know, the Falcons don't cut him. Like his life has been the same since he came up against Aaron, man. And you know why? Because he's protected under the blood of B. John Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. He won brought B. John Robinson to the squad. Y'all better thank this man. Come on now. There you go. But how do we get here? 